Hello and welcome to The Simpsonian, the podcast that explores trivia, lore, news, and fan theories of our favorite four-fingered Springfield family. My name is Gus Chigaris. I'm joined today by my co-host and cousin, Anthony Angelico. Hello, Anthony. Hello. How are we doing today? Doing fine, thanks. Um, this is the pilot episode of The Simpsonian. And uh, we're, we're recording in my old room in my parents' house because it's Easter. We're here. We're sharing a single microphone, which is kind of weird. I have no th thoughts or regrets about doing this one microphone. Thing. Yeah, so you'll hear um, probably not the best audio quality. Uh, we're obviously just getting this off the ground, and it's going to be fun. So I think we should start by talking a little bit about why we're doing this show. Why take time to talk about The Simpsons at all? Um, what was your first memories of the show? I don't know when you first started watching or how old you were, if you even know. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on you know why it's important to talk about it and why we're even here at all? Well, my thoughts are I think the watching The Simpsons growing up was amazing. I mean, the first time I've heard of The Simpsons was probably never. I never even knew who they were. But I do remember going to the library and picking up the Treehouse Horrors DVD special yeah. on four different four different uh, episodes, and it kind of got frozen on me, and I was not happy with that. But <laughs> I tried my best to watch it. So your first experience was a bad library rental situation. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. But the the show was that good that you stuck with it. I and stuck with it. Okay. Um, anything, um, what else? I mean, why sort of, you know, did you stick with the show? What do you like about it? What, um, you know, makes you laugh or in general? Well, what makes me laugh is how many crossovers, how many TV references to old shows, uh, how many celebrities and voiceovers they had over the years. I mean, Leonard Nimoy, uh, what's another one? Uh, Star Trek. That's a good one. Uh, X-Files. I love that show, by the way. That was great, yeah. Other than that, I mean, countless celebrities, countless crossovers. Oh boy, we're that was amazing. Yeah, I um, for me, I started watching probably, I don't know, I think I want to say ninety two, ninety three. So I was about ten, and um, you know, as a ten year old, you kind of not getting all the the form of the show. You're getting sort of the goofs and the, you know, the strangles and all the silly kind of uh, physical gags. But the beauty of The Simpsons for me is that it has things that appeals to young people and young viewers, but also has like deep sort of layered esoteric jokes and it has pop culture references and it has um, adult humor that you wouldn't necessarily get as a kid. So it was it was interesting to like grow up through that and then kind of uncover the layers of what The Simpsons meant um, as we went through. And um, one of the weird memories I have is that I would I would come home from school, be about four o'clock, and I remember that The Simpsons were on at five and five thirty Central on Fox every day. And I was so obsessed with the show that I got a VC we had a VCR hooked up to the TV and I got these tapes. I bought like a pack of twenty or thirty tapes or something with whatever money I had, and I started to record at the very beginning, opening credits of The Clouds, and then I would I would sit by the, the, the VCR and I would cut out the commercials. So I had these like 22-minute episodes, like uncut, commercial-free episodes of The Simpsons, and if you put the VCR on extended play, you could have like 10 or 12 episodes. And I had shoeboxes full 
of Simpsons episodes from the classic era, which was, you know, season two to season 12 or something like that. And I would label them and I would write down the episodes names. And so I was pretty obsessed. I mean, I, that's a weird thing to do, right? As a kid, because if the show's on every day, why would you even need to go to those lengths? But, um, so that's one of my early sort of strange memories of the Simpsons. And it's just been something I've kind of been in my life and obsessed with for a really long time. So, you know, each one of these episodes, we're going to do different segments. We'll go through a couple, what they might be today. But in general, we're just going to be talking about trivia, you know, fan theories, which I think you're a little bit more of an expert on, and um, just kind of lore, history, and then if there's any relevant news that often happens with the show. You know, uh, characters die. We have announcements of, uh, you know, movies or anything like that. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of bring those up as well. So, um, this is just uh, a friendly, fun place for Simpsons fans, and we're going to see where it takes us. So, uh, thoughts, comments, concerns, whatnot. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll have the Simpsonian podcast in uh, Instagram and possibly Twitter. So that's where you can find us. We'll be um, kind of updating everyone with what's going on. New episodes post. I think that's what will be smart. How about how about a Facebook page? Yeah, we see this is how new this is. We haven't even talked about this yet. But yeah, a Facebook page makes sense, right? We'll we'll get that up there. So, anything uh should we go through maybe one of our favorite uh one of our favorite segments that we might be doing called uh tender moments. So basically tender moments would be the hard-hitting, heart-stopping um sad moments throughout the Simpsons like a character would die off so quickly or controversial uh, moments that are based on real characters who played these characters before but also it would just be kind of hard stopping to know why these characters were killed off so soon like for example uh, Maud Flanders who was who uh, Homer was what was the name of that episode where Homer is shooting has a t-shirt cannon I don't remember the name of the episode but yeah I think we're all familiar but the episode goes that uh, Homer is shoot using a t-shirt gun or some, uh, or is like asking asking the guy for a t-shirt, and he fire the guy who's using the t-shirt gun fires it off, and Homer just stupid enough just goes down and picks up whatever it is he picks off yep. the ground, and the t-shirt gun hits Maud and she pretty much just falls off the bleachers to her bleeding death, which yes. kind of just. Says a lot of things that Homer is kind of stupid, but you kind of you gotta have you gotta little have faith for the big guy who obviously has no brain, but he has <laughs> a big heart. Exactly, exactly, a big heart, no brain, but he loves. We love the guy. Yeah, and also I think when we thought of this segment, um, the pun being you know a moment would be spelled M O E M E N T, and we would talk a little bit about our you know beloved. Uh, Springfield barkeep Mo Sislak, who is in himself a tragic comic character. I mean, he has so much that's funny, but like he's very dark. And I think, along with him and Krusty, I think they're two of my favorite characters because there's so much dark humor there, and I kind of like that kind of thing. So, you know, a tender moment um, could be, you know, any kind of a death, like bleeding gums or people who have come and gone. But also, I think. We'll uh, we'll focus a little bit on Mo Sislak because that's such a deep ma uh, deep gold mine there with him and his character. So we'll have we'll have tender moments, um, which we're doing now. We'll have uh, what we called Brock <laughs> Kent Brockman's bullets, which 
in recent years, you wouldn't think there was so a lot of Simpsons news, but I mean, even in the past year alone, or maybe I'd say two years, we've had the controversy with the character Apu. Uh, yeah, thoughts on that? I just, I just, it really brings a lot of Simpsons fans to tears that they're killing off like so much, so many beloved characters like uh, Edna Kurbapel or Apu, for example. And the, the actress who played Edna Kurtbottle died or passed away for, which I don't didn't even know about, but they had to kill off uh, Edna for that uh, specific reason. And Apu is being written off, which really stirs a lot of controversy in India. And this is a lot of fans, a lot of fans grew up to watch Apu and Homer kind of go at it with each other. Or what, what does Apu mean to you guys as fans? Kind of like you know. This is spells out like a lot of controversy for you guys. I, I, it just yeah, it's very interesting. I think you made a good, you brought up a good point. Which some characters, you know, they in real life the the voice actor dies, but in this case, Apu was being sort of written off for controversial political whatever reasons, and um, I, it's kind of a shame, you know. I think it's a debate that should be had. They definitely the Simpsons writers and Fox probably thought a lot about what to do. They're obviously getting pushback from uh, some of the people, viewers in the community who thought Apu is a stereotype. But I think where I come down on it, and this is just a, you know, a glance at what we might look into in a further episode a little bit more, was you know, I think about the episode where uh, Apu is basically, you know, he's threatened with his identity. He's going through an identity crisis because he he might get kicked out of the country. He's basically going through an immigrant story, which is the things that a lot of people deal with. And he's saying, you know, and uh, at some point he puts on the giant hat and he tries to fake himself to be like a New Yorker and he's sort of trying to fit in. And, and, and then it doesn't really work out. He feels ashamed of his, uh, you know, to betray his original country like that, his heritage. And, you know, that's like a very nuanced take on an immigrant story. And they, the fact that they did it through a poo, I think was really honest and smart and, you know, these people who work gas stations and convenience stores that we probably never even think about, but their stories are very human and they're very normal. So, um, yeah, I, I think about episodes like that and I go, wow, you know, I don't think they really just made this person a stereotype. I think they really tried to make them human. And it's unfortunate that, you know, in whatever um, culture we're in now or just the temperature of the times, the zeitgeist, that they would feel pressure just to remove a character instead of sort of, you know, deal with that through the TV show or deal with that in another way. So that's an example of a Brockman bullet. We'll have little segments like that where we could talk about what's going on. Um, one of the other ones, I'm going to blank on it, what, uh, was in the last year. Um, oh, boy. I feel like Homer now without a brain. I don't know. What was it? Uh, I know we had another example but I can't quite think of it. But it was a recent controversy. Oh, the Michael Jackson uh, removal. Another, uh, another retroactive sort of, not even writing off, but sort of a redaction of his episodes uh, being played. You know, I think they're no longer in syndication. Obviously, if you own the DVDs or whatever, you can still have those. But um, things like that are really interesting that pop up in culture, but they, the fact that The Simpsons were such a good representation of culture now that when these things happen, it's like they're almost responsible in a way to kind of make a decision, which is kind of weird. I don't think a lot of other shows um, have that responsibility. 
it just it just amazes me how characters like Apu, Edna, Krabappel, uh, whoever else is going to be added can get written off so easily. I mean, you know, if you're growing up with this character and you love this character, don't just write him off. I mean, explore him a little bit more. Uh, another thing would another one of our segments is uh, spin that Marge, where we would have like a pinwheel or like a not a life size. Uh, What's the show? Not uh, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, where it's not that big, but we would have like a sp- like a pinwheel with Marge's hair, like yeah. at being the arrow key, and then whatever that hair lands on, or we would have like multiple hairs of Marge, and then we would move that, and then we would see what crazy segment or you, the fans out there, who would say, why don't you discuss about this character and what theories have other fans made about this character? Like, for instance, um, Barney Gumble. Uh, there was a theory from Screen Rant who had suggested that Barney Gumble is a future uh, Nelson Muntz, to which I was like, that is ama- that is an amazing theory. And how he got there was kind of like, what's he gonna do? Why is he back in? Why is he back in the present? And the theory continued on, saying uh, he was going to go back in time and tell his younger self, don't be this person that you're not, kind of open up your mind and explore other options. But unfortunately, he got drawn to the fact of beer, the smell of duff beer, and now he's sitting in the uh, end of the seat under the bar right by the love machine, and he's, he has his slick hair back, and uh, he's got a lot of beer in his hand, so he's kind of... Uh, Kind of the funny uh, comedic drunk guy at a bar you would probably not want to want would want not run into, but kind of you know have a relationship with as a friend. But you kind of just feel like this is a guy who you can get around with, you can get along with, you can laugh with, but it's kind of hard to make out when you're drunk and all that such. So (laughs) don't be Barney Gumble. I'm I'm sure won't. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I wanted to talk a little bit about the fan theory aspect because that's part of, the, I think, what you bring to the table. I think you, you read a lot about these and there's a huge community of Simpsons fans who are, uh, man, they're just, they're constantly thinking about, you know, different possibilities and what, and there there's, you know, a fair number of stuff that's been proven um, to be hidden by the creators, you know, so that it, enough of this stuff is kind of based in somewhat reality, like, oh, this could be true. What do you think about that? So, um, you mentioned Screen Rant. Obviously, they have a lot of good content. We'll be from time to time sort of bringing up stuff that we see there or that we hear from friends or just concocted um, ourselves. Um, one of the funnier ones that I would like to bring up, so we'll do a fan theory sort of, you know, uh, we'll have a segment on that whenever we have good ones. But one of the ones I heard was that considering that Mo is actually a very good friend of the family, right? Like we all know he's very smitten with Marge. He was basically kind of in love with her, but he's sort of, you know, there's moments when he thought Homer was like dead and he's like moving in real quick, like kind of shady stuff like that. Um, He's obviously so he likes Marge. He's very good friends with Homer, one of his best friends, probably in terms of how much time they spend together. Um, He's always very friendly to Bart and Maggie whenever he meets them. He's so, so he's sort of like this lovable uncle. So given the fact that he's actually likes their family. This theory says that when Bart prank calls the bar, he's actually going along with, he actually knows it's Bart, and he's actually going along with it to let Bart have a good time and sort of feel like he's getting one over on him, which is kind of cool, interesting, because some of them, 
you know, some of them you could say, okay, IP freely, he's going to say, or, uh, you know, Seymour Butts and all the classic ones. But then the one episode where, you know, Bart just has this ridiculous name. He tell he says, you know, uh, I'm a huge idiot with a big butt and my butt smells and I like to kiss my own butt. Uh, it's like the fact that he would even consider saying that either Mo has to be really dumb, which I don't know. I necessarily think he is, or he has to be kind of complicit. Right. So he either has to be really stupid which doesn't really fit with mo as a character mo's actually kind of smart like he did the uh he did mo did the uh, uh the cough syrup and we have all that stuff you know like he's he's a businessman he's not stupid right and i thought that was really interesting because it'd be so tender speaking of tender moments it'd be such a kind thing for him to do if he actually knew that it was Bart all along and was going along for the ride. That would actually fit more with the character I know as Mo as like a, a kind but like curmudgeonly bar owner than the uh, like really stupid person. What do you think about that theory? How does that hit you? It hits me pretty well, but honestly, it kind of makes me laugh to, to think that Mo is going along with Bart Simpson's pranks and he's just pretty much making a big fool of himself. But the episode where he calls himself a stupid mor moron was actually uh, an episode from Treehouse Horrors, and out of the out of all the people that are trying to smile, which Bart Simpson is simply just taking over the world, most is like is the only one is the only character who is not smiling. I'm pretty sure Bart let him off the hook at that point. But so my theory is, you know, Mo is just kind of like a lonely guy. He doesn't have to do anything, and this in in this case, he didn't have to do anything that Bart says because Bart really knew he was lonely, or he kind of knew that he was just kind of like mm. the tender, kind-hearted guy that we know and love to this day. Mm. It would be really upset for someone to kill off Mo like, and which I'm hoping they don't, because honestly, we're getting too in love with these characters as much as the next person. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on Mo like being? Uh, a fool to himself to know going along with Bart Simpson's prank calls or something like that. I just would like, we would really like to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. And thanks for, you know, uh, asking kind of the fans and whoever's listening, it could probably is like going to be like two people for a while. <laughs> I don't know who's listening to this, but uh, it's fun to do. And I, I hope that it resonates with, with Simpsons fans and we'll keep doing it just cause it's fun for us. And hopefully we, you know, we spread the, the word, but to your point, Anthony, I think, yeah, let us know what you think. We'll kind of post, uh, here's the episode, here's what we talked about. Let us know in the comments or whatever what you think about, uh, you know, the different things we discuss. And then also give us your ideas. I mean, I know there's so many crazy Simpsons fans out there that would like to, uh, you know, us to talk about various things and have ideas for the show. And I think if, you know, most of the, half the time it's probably going to be fan-sourced ideas of what we're talking about. And whether it's you know Christmas time, we'll do Christmas episodes, or, or Halloween, we'll do break down the treehouse of horror and stuff like that. There's just no matter what time of year, I feel like there's so much to talk about with the Simpsons that um, we'll never have a dull a dull moment, if you will. Hardy har har. So um, looking at the time, we're we're coming up on 20 minutes. I think we we just uh, Anthony and I talked that I think it's a good you know short chunk of time you guys can digest in your daily grind, and we're not going to make these hour long or anything. We're just going to have you know uh, a little short, friendly, fun conversations about what's uh, Simpson related rolling around in our brain uh, that that week. So before we sign off, uh, any any parting comments there, Anthony? Before you uh, anything, you good? No, I'm good, but I. I 
do want to point out another segment that I kind of just fell off the top of my head. We, uh, throughout the comments, maybe we would let you guys decide what character, uh, who char- which character we should discuss next on our show. So kind of like a, like a uh, uh, giveaway. Uh, well, not a giveaway, but like a, you know, shout out to which character you want us to discuss next about, whether it be Patty, Selma, Mr. Smithers, sure. um, Maud Flanders, uh, Ned Flanders, any of those Simpsons characters will do. Just s- throw us some comments in the comments section down below, and then we'll be sure to reply to those comments and talk about those characters. Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, you know, if this is going to be fun for us, but it would be even more fun if, you know, we had interaction with uh, folks that are listening and want to give us direction on what we should talk about. So how do you think we should sign off? How do we, what do we do? Uh, well, this, we'll figure it out as it goes, but um, do we just say thanks for listening? Woo-hoo? Mm, oh, no. Is that too on the nose? Too on the nose. I'm thinking, like, we would break off, like, a fake commercial from an old TV show, and then, then we would just say, this is this is the Simpsonian signing off, and you guys have a great day. Okay, that's a good way. Oh, you know what I thought about? Because you like the um, X-Files episode and the letter Nimoy so much. Do you remember what the, the nerdy kid says at the end? Um, he's reading the book, and, and normally it would be this, like, epic uh, thing that it would say, keep watching the skies. You know, that's something that, that letter Nimoy would say, but he doesn't know. He, it's misspelled or something. He doesn't know how to read, so he says... Keep watching the skis. <laughs> so I think that's how we'll leave it. Keep watching the skis, everybody. Um, and thanks for listening. We'll, uh, this has been The Simpsonian. And uh, for Anthony, this is Gus Shigaris uh, signing off. Thanks. Until next time.